Today on Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. that the wisest approach when you find yourself tempted to grumble and murmur about somebody else's shortcomings is to take a hard look in the mirror first. Do you get it right every time? I mean, this thing that you're so upset about, this thing that you're so, you know, up in arms about, are you a perfect example of Christ-like behavior in that area in your life? He says, if not, then start with you. Start with yourself. The believer ought to be very careful about the measure of judgment he exercises concerning his brothers and sisters in the faith. As Pastor Robert reminds us in today's teaching, merciful people will receive mercy, but stringent standards of conduct will be used for those who measure others by the same standards. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you, our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. But first, here's Pastor Robert in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 7, verse 1, with today's study. The Bible says this is dangerous, dangerous stuff. Do not grumble against one another, brothers, lest you be condemned. Behold, the judge is standing at the door. Wow. Jesus himself spoke on this subject in Matthew chapter 7, verse 1. He he taught us, judge not that you be not judged. For with what judgment you judge, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. Why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do not consider the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me remove the speck from your eye? And look, a a plank is in your own eye. Hypocrite. First remove the plank from your own eye. Then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Now, there are two sub points that we need to notice from what Jesus said right there. First, if you're merciful in your evaluation of other people, if you're merciful in your in your judgment, so to speak, of other people, then Jesus said that God will show you mercy. But if you're harsh and you're strict and demanding that others behave according to a stringent rule of conduct, which you've established, Jesus said, well, then God is going to use your standard of conduct in evaluating your life on judgment day. And it's a reminder, by the way, that Christians also have a judgment day. It's a different judgment day. The Bible says that those who have rejected Christ will be eternally condemned, separated from God forever because that's what they've chosen, chosen to to live on their own terms. So on judgment day, they'll be separated forever to be allowed to continue doing that. That's the judgment but the white throne judgment. You know, when we stand before the judgment seat of Christ, each of us as Christians says we're going to be rewarded according to the way we've lived our lives. And many of us as Christians think about that only as, you know, like Christmas morning where you, you get all the, all the goodies get doled out, but there's more to it than that. I heard one pastor do a message on it one time, and he said, you know, there's a reason that the Bible says he will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There may be a lot of crying done by Christians on Judgment Day. There's a lot we don't know. What we do know is that the Bible says that Christians are going to answer for every idle word, that you and I are going to give an account 
for every deed done while in the flesh. No, we're not talking about heaven and hell. I mean, we're part of the family. We, we're going to get to go home with daddy at the end of the day, so to speak. But you may get a spanking on the way there. You see what I mean? Well, there's, some, there's some stuff we don't understand. There's some, there's some things we don't understand. One of the things that he tells us right here, though, in black and white, is that your father is going to be just as exacting as you have been. He's going to use your standard of judgment. If you just really enjoy you know, picking apart other people's motives and evaluating other Christians and what they believe and how right it is and, or whatever, he's, be careful because with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. With your judgment, you will be judged. That's what he says. I love Pastor Chuck always talked about it. He's like, you know, I show a lot of grace and mercy because I need a lot of grace and mercy. If you need mercy, be merciful. That's what he says. Subpoint number two is that the wisest approach when you find yourself tempted to grumble and murmur about somebody else's shortcomings is to take a hard look in the mirror first. Do you get it right every time? I mean, this thing that you're so upset about, this thing that you're so, you know, up in arms about, are you a perfect example of Christ-like behavior in that area in your life? He says, if not, then start with you. Start with yourself. And, and I love, you know, sometimes we forget this statement here by Jesus. Jesus did not say, ignore the speck in your brother's eye. He said, start with that big old piece of lumber that's in your own eye. That's what he said, right? You got a plank in your own, you got a, you got a two by four sticking out of your eye. And you're over here nitpicking about somebody else in the little speck. And Jesus didn't say, ignore the speck. He said, start with you. Start with you. You know what's funny is that secular business consultants seem to be catching up to Jesus on this principle. I'm reading a book right now called Crucial Conversations. I can't remember the author's name. I wish I'd written down his name. Somebody asked me after the first service. But in this book, one of the things he's talking about, you know, being able to engage and, and, and actually have the hard conversations in business that many times people need to have. And that's one of the, one of the key principles. He says, start with yourself. Start with yourself. You find yourself in the middle of a conflict and you're about to, you know, launch into the other person about what they're not doing. He said, start with yourself first. Are you doing what you need to be doing. If not, make some adjustments. Fix that first. Start with yourself first. What do you really want to achieve here? Do you want to prove how right you are? Is that really what you need to be doing here? Or really is the objective finishing the project and doing it well? Well, then maybe you want to back up just a little bit on attack mode. He said, look at yourself first. And that's what Jesus is saying. He's, deal, with the, deal, deal with the tuba for this sticking out of your own eye so that then you will be able to more clearly see and assist your brother, right? He doesn't say ignore the brother. He says start with yourself. Start with yourself. The second observation that I'd like to make here from James chapter 5, verse 9 to 11 is that you and I should make it our goal to follow the examples God sets forth in the scriptures. 
God has given us a lot of examples in the Bible. And what examples are Christians often following? I found another little thing. Stop making stupid people famous. I mean, don't we do that? Think about it. You know, I remember my, you know, my wife Elizabeth is from Denmark, and when we first met, I mean, she literally had just arrived. She'd, she'd been in the United States, I think, a day when she and I met. She came here as a student, and um, her English was, was good. You know, Danish is, is um, very similar to old English, so it's very, very different. Very different from modern English, just, you know, more Germanic. And every now and then some words would come out, and, and, uh, and I'd be like, whoa, not, don't say that. Where did you learn English? Eddie Murphy? <laughs> she learned a lot of English from Eddie Murphy movies. They would go watch Eddie Murphy movies, and that's where they got their English vocabulary. I'm like, well, you need to delete, d- d- you know, delete, 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 delete. <laughs> You know, we need to bleep out a lot of that language that you've learned from Eddie Murphy. And I found that in Spanish. You know, I mean, thank the Lord I went through that 20 years ago and not trying to teach the Bible. You know, you would have gotten some colorful language from me if my teacher 25 years ago hadn't, you know, weeded some of it out. Who do we exalt in this country? Think about it. Who represents us to the Danes and the Swedes and the French and the Norwegians? And the, You understand? American heroes, the famous Americans, who are they? Wow. Stop making stupid people famous. James tells us, consider the examples of the prophets. My brethren, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord as an example of suffering and patience. Indeed, we count them blessed who endure. What is he saying with that? We count them blessed who endure. We count them blessed who successfully go through really, really bad stuff, right? Isn't that what he's saying? We admire them. We admire them. We count them blessed. Why? Why do we lift up people who have endured hardship and tragedy? We want to hear from them. We want to hear, but we count them blessed who have endured really, really difficult things. Why? Because they are. Because they are blessed. They're blessed with, with, man, character, wisdom, depth, depth of understanding. Romans chapter 5, verse 1 teaches us, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance. Thank you so much for joining us today. You know, God has been doing some amazing things with Main Thing Radio. Opportunities to air Main Thing Radio are popping up all over the United States. We're so thankful to God for what He is doing. And we would love to see Main Thing Radio continue to expand, sharing the gospel, teaching God's Word all over the United States. But of course, bringing you Main Thing Radio on this station and other stations does come with expenses. We purchase time on this radio station, and this program has been professionally produced. 
While we certainly don't want to manipulate or pressure anyone into giving, we would like to ask that you prayerfully consider supporting Main Thing Radio. Your support will open more doors for Main Thing Radio to be heard in other parts of the country. To make a secure donation, please log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the donate button. Again, to make a secure donation to help Main Thing Radio continue to grow, log on to MainThingRadio.com and click the donate button. We'd also like to offer you a free copy of today's message. Your free copy is available for you to listen to or download when you log on to MainThingRadio.com. On behalf of Pastor Robert and the entire production team here at Main Thing Radio, we want to say thank you for tuning in and may God bless you.